Enlightened podcast. I'm Michelle. And I'm Becca. How are you, Michelle? I'm so good. It's so good to be here again, Becca. I feel like we're really finding our little groove here, finding our rhythm, us and our Tesla pendants around our necks. Um, so far. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? Like when I go to a wedding, I'm like, what do I do? Do I spin it around and put a necklace on? I don't know what's going on with this thing. It's like you put them on, you can't take them off and they're fabulous. I love it. I know. I know. You just don't want to take it off. And I've no. had so many people say, oh, I love that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And isn't that funny? Because they're meant to, you know, you get drawn to this thing when you need it. So um, that's awesome. I love it. Sissy's getting a few comments because she's got one on her collar, my dog. Uh, so people walking down the street are like, what's that thing? What's that thing? So yeah, it's good. It obviously uh, attracts you when you particularly need it. Uh, now, Beck, um, today we're talking about time for a change. Um, so this is a bit around the comfort zone, I guess. Um, you know, I set my hubby on a bit of a uh, adventure and I'll have a chat about that in a sec when I catch up on what my week has been doing. Um, but did you want to go first today in terms of what's been going on? Is there anything that's been sort of going on for you, takeaways, um, that sort of thing? Uh, this week has been, I've, I've done a, a lot of focus on, as you mentioned earlier, the, the Tesla's the Tesla's pendants um, and some of the, the, the products that they've got there. So just lots of shedding of the, the you know, the EMF frequencies mm-hmm. and, and those sorts of things, just having a blast with um, all the changes and things going on. Yeah, it's all very exciting. It? Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, is offer you, it does offer you a little bit of protection and what Beck's sort of talking about is um, if you haven't come across it is that it really is good for the defense um, in the body. So fighting off things, boosts the immune system, works on the thymus um, in the body. So, you know, it is very good for our defense, you know, and where we've got a lot of stuff going on um, in the community, COVID and all of that sort of stuff. Um, it's good time, you know, good time to have a little bit of extra protection. Um, and that's the idea of it. Um, but also for EMF and all of those things too. So, yeah. Um, is, that, is that about it? Does that wrap it up, Beck? Anything else? Oh, that's, that's, Oh, I've just been focusing on that actually. Okay, good, good. <laughs> I know we have busy. an upcoming, an upcoming podcast with um, Paul Williamson, mm. but um, and I have I'll probably have a little bit more to to share in the next few days with you Amazing. because I'm actually going to have another a session with him. Hey, so that will be very interesting. Oh, I can't wait to hear to him about it over the yeah. last couple of days. So make sure you tune into that one as well, just to mm-hmm. find out what that's all about. Yep, and Paul is a hypnotherapist. So for those of you who are listening at home, Paul is a hypnotherapist, an Aussie, um, and he has a little rainbow hut, and we do discuss that in our <laughs> conversation because we've uh, pre-recorded it. So uh, we will have a chat to him in the next episode. Now, Beck, I just wanted to draw some cards for us. We need a little bit of guidance. So I've just drawn three cards because these are my Angel Answers deck and we do put the photographs up in uh, social media. So on Facebook when we sort of post about our different episodes. Now, in the near future is there. So timeframes in the near future. Now, being assertive is in the present. So if you're a listener at home, if you have something on your mind, something you need guidance around, see if this fits with you. These cards are very kind of direct, very punchy, very, you know, to the point. Um, so there's not a lot of explanation that needs, um, you know, needs to be done. So be assertive, needs and wants, speaking up, communication, really important, finding your voice. Uh, and moving forward, we have a reconsider um, with a sword there. So it may not be the right approach. We may have to pivot a little bit, make a few changes. And that's funny because that leads us into today's topic, which is amazing. Um, so it's Archangel Michael there with his sword, uh, cutting cords, etc. 
Um, so we may have to do a little bit of a reconsideration uh, moving forward, a little bit of a pivot or a rethink. Um, so hopefully that makes sense for Rebecca and also the listener at home because I was just sort of drawing and thinking and not really thinking about anything really, um, just sort of drawing cards. Uh, now, Beck, I did allude to this and I, I, you know, I feel like this is relevant to today's talk topic is I sent my husband on the bloke's venture. So this is with Blaze Grinner. He's on the Sunshine Coast and he does a lot of work with men um, around depression, um, mental health and all of that. So I sent my husband away. He went out into the hinterland. It was in the middle of nowhere. Let me just tell you that. Um, and I had to go and get him up this, you know, concrete, I mean, this, uh, dirt driveway. And I, I did about 10 kilometers worth of driving on dirt roads as well to get there. Um, but it's Diamond Valley on the sunny coast and very, very beautiful once I got there, but it's actually part of what used to be Chen Resik, um, which is a monastery. So the monastery used to actually be based there and then they've shifted the monastery itself. Um, but that's what it used to be. So it's kind of like a goat track, which most monasteries are. But the lady who bought the property, um, all the Buddhas are still there. They've got great big Buddhas and great big monuments and great big sitting areas. And all this stuff is there from Chen Resik. So it used to belong to, you know, those guys. So it's got a lot of amazing energy there. And that's where he went. So he did a lot of healing. They did a lot of crying. On Friday was like a heap of crying. Um, they broke the men down and, you know, really sort of put them back together. They did dancing. They did conscious dancing. Like they had didgeridoos and all different instruments. And um, when I got there, he gave me the biggest hug and all the men were all hugging. It was quite strange. Um, they were all hugging each other. And I'm like, wow, wow. Um, calling each other brothers. And it was just quite a turnaround. You know, my husband's always very stressed. So it was a very interesting experience rocking up and um, all the men are hugging each other. So uh, that was quite interesting to see that. Um, but, you know, time for a change. You know, now it's sort of got him onto the thought pattern of, you know, do I want to stay where I am at the moment in my work? Uh, he's really, really thinking that because there was a couple of um, facilitators that I met who one of them told me he'd manifested his redundancy, which he has, and he's got five, uh, four kids. So there's a family of six and he manifested a redundancy. So he's got a little bit of cash um, to keep him going. Uh, yeah, he's, he's done that. So he's unemployed and he's got four kids to support and a wife. So, and there just wasn't any fear there. He was like, it's cool. You know, it's cool, whatever. Um, and I'm sort of getting into the talk topic, you know, really, this is the first point I wanted to make is that, you know, when we step out of the comfort zone, it can be terrifying, but when you kind of know, and you feel like you're supported by spirit and you feel like this is really what I want to do. And this guy just went on one of the um, blokes ventures, just, you know, randomly to give it a go. And now he's a facilitator and he's been on about three or four of them and just loves it, you know, loves helping the dudes, helping the transformations happen. You know, it's just so rewarding. So Jason's back looking at um, businesses and other things that he can do, you know, to make himself feel fulfilled as well, because there's a lot of guys there who've been through exactly what he's going through at the moment. Just feeling like I, you know, don't know if I want to be in that place where he's working. So um, yeah, I just thought that was really, really cool and um, a great transformation. So we're just sort of building on that now moving forward. And um, yeah, it was really awesome. Um, so it's, um, it's, it's really good that, that they were able to get out there because these, these movement things like the dancing and the music yeah. and, and what have yoga. you, yoga, it's Everything. such yoga. It is such a powerful thing yeah. to get the energy centers flowing again and mm -hmm. just sort of recharge them and get them all, you know, sort of in, in a line, which, yeah. which shifts all that, that, that stagnant energy and mm. just opens like just opens it up for new stuff to come in new ideas new inspirations it's um sounds like it was you know maybe maybe they can do one for us 
Oh yeah, we need chicks venture, chicks venture. Um, chicks but you know, venture. it is really great because I mean, see, women because we, you know, I caught up with the girls this morning, and women do get together and they do have conversations. And you and I catch up multiple times a week, and we have many conversations, and it's awesome. But men don't tend to do that as much. So this was no. like kind of strange, you know, for A, you know, my husband, but also the other men who were there. There was actually two boys there, Beck, as well, which is amazing. This is really inspiration, you know, and we're talking about time for a change. It's that we're supporting the younger people differently as well. Because, you know, Jason said to me, he said, you know what, if this was around when I was a kid, I'd be a different person. Like really, you know, if I had access to something like this when I was a boy, different, different story, you know, like made different decisions, all of that. There was like two boys. I think one was 13 and one was 14 or something. They were there with their dads. Um, and you know, that was amazing because I asked one of the kids, they were taking off, or they're talking about taking off our masks. You know how some men, you know, women, men, whatever, as we get older, we put on masks, you know, we sort of hide away and yeah. all of that. And they were talking about the different layers and onions and sort of removing the masks and all this. And one of the kids, I sort of asked him, what he thought about and he was working with one other dude in particular it wasn't his dad it was another guy and he said what's you know been the experience for you what have you sort of noticed and he said well it was really great when mark or i think that was his name i can't remember but it was really great when mark took his mask off because i got to see the real person and then he went into all this detail about what he saw in that person and i'm going wow and like all the men in the room are crying everyone was crying because this kid was like speaking his truth and he's like it was really insightful it wasn't just you know, surface stuff. It was like, you know, he took his mask off and I saw this, 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 and there wasn't a dry on the house. You know, it was really, really emotional. And I really felt that, you know, when Jason was telling me yeah. this, I was like, wow, you know, wow. Like this is the, is this is the power of, you know, getting to these people when they're young and, you know, saying what they need to hear and getting them to see the strength in themselves and other men and the brotherhood and all of this. And I'm just so excited about it, you know, um, and if it facilitates a bit of change in all of them, amazing, you know, going back home to their families, work, whatever. Um, yeah, it's really, really powerful. So I'm just super excited about that. And, um, you know, moving forward, whatever he wants to do, business, whatever it is, um, really excited about it. Maybe there's a clue in that for him moving forward with a business. Yeah. Well, he's, um, yeah. he wants to do like a Jets gym. He's looked at like cleaning businesses. He's looking at a few different things, but he really likes the gym because he's, um, you know, really motivated. He loves running. He loves being in the gym, weights and all of that. So he's looking at um, a gym or something like that. So that's, um, you know, good for the mindset, you know, too, for a lot of people. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, um, yeah. Did you have any points to make sort of here? Um, no, look, I was just, I was just, like I said before about going into those different movements with the dance and, and opening up and just releasing all that, that stagnant energy and, mm -hmm. and letting it, letting it all flow through is, is really quite an amazing thing to do. And it's, um, you know, I mean, yourself, Michelle, you go running yeah. a lot yeah. to get the body movement and to, you know, sort of like a, I guess like a running meditation for you almost really sometimes is, yeah. just to, to, to release and, and do all that sort of thing. I like to dance. I like to put the music on in the house and, and you know, when I'm cleaning up or the music's right. on, I'm always, always moving, always mm. moving as far as that goes, because I just, I just love doing it. And of course I have a background with dancing, um, which I started when I was 10 years old. Wow. Um, yes. So um, really like, sort of getting into the groove of things there but it is just such an easy way to you know change up things and and mm. not have to to um 
you know, you don't have to spend a lot of money to do it sometimes. That's it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, COVID's been a big part of this, Beck, and I think 2020 was a big year for a lot of people. It was a lot of shock, a lot of I don't have any control, you know, but it really did get us out of the comfort zone because for me that was a redundancy Um, for others, you know, different changes with work and, you know, work shutting down and, and all of that sort of stuff. So I think, you know, for comfort zones, this is a really good time to talk about this because 2021, I think people were like more optimistic. They're like, great, we'll be able to travel, you know, do things. It's great. And it didn't happen, you know, it hasn't happened. So we're still sort of finding our feet again. But as I've said to uh, some of my clients, and I think to you, is that really what this is doing is making us be less inclined to have to plan everything to the last letter. Because I know before COVID happened, I had everything pretty much scheduled in for the entire year major birthdays, major weddings, major milestones, major whatevers. It's like pretty much everything was mapped out for me for the whole year. And that was when I was still working for another company. And it's, you know, you didn't realize until COVID happened and then everything shut down. It was like, oh, um, geez, this is a bit weird. I'm not having anything on the weekend because generally you were like, oh, I've got this on the weekend, that on the weekend, you know, that's what you talk to people about. And it was all of a sudden we don't have anything. There's no birthdays, weddings, funerals, nothing happening. And So that was a big wake up call and 2021 didn't really, I don't think peter out the way that everyone expected it to. So, you know, now we're looking ahead to 2022, you know, and that's cool. So I think that, you know, what's exciting about this is we're being a bit more spontaneous. I think people are being a bit more, Hey, um, with lockdown, let's go do this thing. Let's go do that thing. So I think that that's kind of cool, you know, getting out of the comfort zone in that way so that we're not just, um, you know, kind of doing the same thing, um, you know, and I think that it's better for motivation, to be honest. I mean, when you're just in that zone, you're just doing the same thing and it's like weddings and funerals and whatever else, it's all the, you know, the stuff that we normally do birthdays. It's like, I think that we just get into that rhythm, you know, and that habit and that's what we expect. So with this, it's a bit more spontaneous and it just makes us kind of do things we may not normally do. You know, people are going out buying caravans, jet skis, you know, traveling, doing more domestic travel, stuff that they weren't doing before. Um, It's it's motivating, I think, um, to have had that happen. So, you know, I don't think it's a bad thing. I don't see it as a negative thing whatsoever. Um, No, not at all. Um, But they've they've also had a lot of time with the C19 and the lockdowns and things like that. They've had a lot of time to think about what it is they would like to be doing. Yes, correct. If they were, so it it also sort of helps with. Okay, well, we've got this opportunity now. Let's get out there. So Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And a lot of the time it's your own sort of intuition that that sort of inside voice saying to you, come on, let's do, let's shake it up a bit. Let's do something different. That's it. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So that was my point. Did you want to make a point here before I continue? (laughs) I just wanted to say some of the things I like to do, um, like just with, and, and I'm sure there are a lot of people out there that can sort of relate to this is when you just sort of, um, start doing a little bit you know I'll just I'm just going to give this little thing a deep clean and and, and at home <laughs> so you get in there and you're like I know I'm terrible for this because I will get in and I'll go right today I'm going to do this and I'll get in and I'll start cleaning something and then all of a sudden it's a deep clean and then it's gone from that maybe it's the oven and then it's gone from that to to the cupboards and then I've gotten to the drawers and then I'm all over the place and throwing stuff out moving furniture around because i want to get behind it and that's you know, that's it. when the family go oh my gosh here we go again too much it's move too the much. house around 
And I do. I end up changing up the whole house, sort of swapping the, the lounge room around or doing this or doing that, just, just for that change and that, that good feel sort of, you know, lots of fun. <laughs> lots of fun. I also did, um, I was working in the public service. I was kind of um, uh, high up in the, not high, high up, but I was up in there in the public service and I'd been with them for about eight years. Um, and then I just got to a point where I just, I just didn't want to do it anymore. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't want to do it. I wasn't feeling appreciated for what I was doing. I wasn't appreciating the people around me because, you know, um, of, of the, the happenings and the goings on. And I ended up leaving that job, um, which was a fairly secure job, and just changed it up. Within a couple of months, I was working, started doing my support work, my healthcare support work, wow. which is a big change from project management and, you know, security and, and things like that. Um, a big, big change. Mm. Um, and it was probably the best thing I could have done because it allowed me to have a lot more time with my children, with my mm -hmm. family, and to be able to work around, you know, their needs, getting them ready for school instead of dropping them off to, to before school care and dropping them off to uh, picking them up school from after school care, yeah. missing out on all that time. So it was, it was really such, um, such a really an amazing opportunity that I had. And, um, you know, just, changing it up really can mm. make much much of a difference and it has to for all of our relationships yeah yeah that's brilliant and it's making the decision isn't it making that call it's not easy because you think about the finances to be easier you know sometimes to have more money but um you know the kids i mean you can't get that back that's the thing you know and i was just writing a note down when you're on your deathbed you're not thinking about how much money you have um, because it's the truth, you know, you're thinking about your family, the kids, their kids, your grandkids, whatever, like, it's like, that's what you're thinking about what I've created, you know, and I think yeah. that that's more important, definitely, uh, more important than, you know, what's in your bank account, you know, cause you can't take it with you. So it's not a lot of point, not a lot of point in that. Yeah. Um, the other thing that's really interesting about that as well, cause that's a big shift for you is it reminded me of our Tesla friend, um, and, you know, he basically walked away from everything. You know, he was working as a doctor, um, you know, earning a lot of cash, had a penthouse, you know, really doing well, lots of cars, nice cars. And he literally signed everything over to his wife um, and walked away from it all because he found uh, this technology, you know, Tesla, but also, you know, he sort of, it was something that he really believed in, you know, and I could think when you believe in something, you'll do that. And basically he was homeless, you know, he walked away, he believed in it that much. He walked away from it. And there's multiple examples of that where, you know, people, and that does take courage. I mean, I'm saying it as though, oh yeah, like this just happened. And, you know, it's like I went next door to borrow a cup of sugar, you know, but it took a lot of courage to do that, you know? And I just think that people like that are so inspirational because, you know, what I went through is one thing. And, you know, for us, that was tricky. I mean, we had two mortgages when I was made redundant. So I was very worried about money and how I was going to make ends meet. But, you know, Spirit obviously had other ideas and really wanted me here and they've supported me. So that's been awesome. But, you know, it certainly was something that was a bit of, there was a bit of fear there, you know, because I was like shivers. I don't qualify for assistance. I couldn't get any kind of, um, you know, money, um, government money or anything like that because my husband earns too much. So, you know, it was pretty, pretty worrying. All I had was my redundancy payout. So, you know, but people like that are really inspirational. And my um, mentor, so I'm not my boss, but my mentor, Lim, 
she went through that before me, you know, she went through and sort of transitioned out of um, paramedics into palliative care and then, you know, cut palliative care back to like a day a week or two days a week or something and then sort of transitioned that way. So when I was made redundant, I was really thinking about her as my inspiration and thinking, well, she can do it, I can do it because she had a lot of fear around money and finances and la, la, la. She still managed to do it. So I thought, all right. Um, and what uh, Lauren, who I used to record podcasts with as well, Lauren said to me is that, you know, the best thing you can do is have a plan B. So it's like, if this doesn't work out, I'm going to go and get a job in an ice creamery or, you know, raw foods or, you know, whatever. So it's like, you always have a plan B, the plan B, you know, I still got the redundancy payout. So she's like, well, you've got that. So if it doesn't work out, you've got that to cover you for three months until you get another job. You do that. So I always had that in the back of my mind, not that it sort of governed me or controlled me or anything, but I always had that in the back of my mind that that was what I would do. You know, I fall back on that. So, you know, I think that that's, um, yeah, really good advice for people who are yeah. listening at home and, and wanting to do this, make a big change. Absolutely. And I think the biggest thing too, and, and once you sort of realise what it is that you, how you're feeling, taking note of mm. how you're actually feeling, because mm-hmm. um, the hardest thing I think is to actually have faith in yourself yeah. and, the, and the outcome. So the biggest thing is to have faith in yourself and, and, and know that everything will always work out. There's always Correct. something. There will always be something you can do. Correct. It may not be what you ideally want to do in the first place, mm-hmm. but you know, um, and and I think the other the other factor with that is, I mean, I certainly certainly copped it a bit where it was, um, you know, you're in a in the public service, you have a secure job, you have these wards. Well, it's not not so much secure anymore. It's not like it mm. used to be, you know. Mm. Um, so, and I think, um, you know, you, you're, you're giving up a lot to do this. And I said, well, actually, I feel like I'm giving up a lot to be here. Wow. That's powerful. Yeah. That's powerful. And that was, and it wasn't until I actually had that discussion that I, I, I actually went, oh, wow, you've just, you've just blown it all away, blown mm-hmm. it all away. Let's do it. Yeah, it. absolutely. Wow. That is powerful, Beck. Really, really mm-hmm. powerful. Um, I just wrote so, a note down. I, I think that's a great quote. <clears throat> thank you (laughs) so anyone that's been following me or you know or us on our facebook lives and our pages etc would have also noticed that i'm always changing up my hair Mm -hmm. (laughs) started off i think just before i i met you i wasn't actually blonde oh (laughs) really i was very very dark really um so maybe i can find a photo somewhere with my long dark hair um but i had had been working on lightening my hair for about 10 months wow before I met you. wow yeah, so that that was something that that wasn't that wasn't that wasn't my natural that's not my natural far <laughs> out so what are you naturally like brown similar to what you so are naturally i'm brown yeah, yeah almost what i am at the moment a bit darker than what i am at the moment but um yeah so you know i mean it always helps too that i was a hairdresser as well. I did do my, my hairdressing years ago. That certainly helped. Mm-hmm. Um, but always changing up my hair because I just love the refresh and the, mm. the feeling and the, you know, and it's quite short now. When I met you, it was down like yeah. <laughs> halfway yeah. down my back. Um, Easy and to now maintain. it's just up above my shoulders, um, which I also did myself. <laughs> did you? <laughs> it was, yeah, it's one of those famous COVID haircuts. It was, yeah. So I actually cut this myself. How do you do the back? 
<laughs> with a lot of faith. <laughs> Holy moly. That's yeah. insane. I got the girls, my older two girls, to she come through and they were, they were a little bit nervous, but um, just to make sure that it was all sort of even and straight. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, this is a home job having faith. and i loved i love with the colors and doing the different colors in the hair especially um if my mum comes over and we we do each other's hair or we you know we just sort of like you know what's the worst can happen i'm like oh. yeah that's right yeah, whatever it could, out and, uh, it could fall out you know and we'll buy a wig oh <laughs> there we are well that's your plan b i like it you thought there about you go. Thought into this <laughs> i love it that's hilarious but it always feels good it feels good when you do you yeah. take that leap of faith and you do something can and even something as small as changing up your hair or the hair That's color amazing. or the style the feeling that you get and the feeling um you know just you know i made this decision and it worked out it's yeah. a good way to start yeah good start what a great example we um jason and i I'm mean, in 2017 we moved um cities you know up to the sunshine coast or on the gold coast we moved up to the sunshine coast and you know, it was interesting because um, we'd put our little puppy down, uh, not puppy, but dog, put our puppy down and um, in 2016 and um, that was really, really hard. But we saw the kangaroos and all these kangaroos came into the backyard and I'm like, what do kangaroos mean? And we looked it up, kangaroo totem animal, and it was so weird because it's so specific, but it was like your dream will be realised in nine months. And I'm going, that's really specific. And nine months to the date is when we moved to the Sunshine Coast um, because I'd been offered a maternity contract and it came totally out of the blue. It was just a friend of mine, pregnant, do you want to come up? She didn't really expect us to relocate, but we, we did. We packed everything up. We moved to the Sunshine Coast and it was only a contract. It was only for like six months or whatever. But within the first week, they offered me full time and then I stayed there until I was made redundant. So that was massive. You know, Jason and I moved around. I think we moved like, you know, five times in three years or something like a lot. And so this was the biggest move we'd ever done. And we had sort of come up and investigated because we just felt drawn to the energy up here. We'd investigated it. And then we kind of went, mm, um, jobs were, you know, scarce. It's kind of difficult. And so, uh, and I couldn't get any media stuff up here and I wasn't doing, um, cards and all of that at that point. So we went back and then, yeah, this, um, attorney contract came up, Abraham passed away, um, and then yeah, nine months to the date, um, pretty much we, we moved up here and life's been amazing. And I hadn't really started my healing business, you know, before I moved up here. So it was just, everything kind of just fell into place. So it was a really big move. Um, a lot of risk involved, um, Jason driving a bit further to work as well. Um, so, you know, it was a lot, um, but yeah, what a, what a, you know, fabulous outcome because, we're exactly where we need to be and the energy up here is beautiful and different, you know, to where it was before. Uh, but as part of that, you know, as part of my work and, um, you know, now I'm sort of doing uh, regularly my nails as Beck can sort of see, I've got the pink on at the moment, but, um, you know, I'm doing all of these things that I wasn't doing for my whole life. I'd never got my nails done, but now that I'm doing sort of stuff on the videos, I just feel like they need to look nice, you know, face to face with people. And a psychic medium years and years ago, and I think Beck knows this story, a psychic medium years ago, um, Queena Gordon, who's just retired, um, she's amazing. She said to me, Michelle, look at your fingernails, look at your fingernails. And she's older. She's in her 90s now. Um, but when I met her, she was like in the 80s. And, um, and I was like quite upset. I was quite insulted. I'm like, what's wrong with my fingernails? And then I started doing this work and I've always <laughs> thought about her message. And I thought, gee whiz, she's really onto it. Like she's really onto it because that was years ago, before I, way before I started doing this. But when I started doing it, I was like holding the cards up, holding the cards up and I'm going, oh, that's what she was talking about. Oh, so like that's all changed for me. That's all weird. You know, I've never really thought about, you know, working as a journalist, I was on radio. 
people can't see us, you know? So now I've got to think about, oh my God, um, presentation and all these things that I never looked at. So, but it is good for you in terms of your confidence, you know, putting yourself out there in that way um, is good for the confidence because it's like, you know, you get good feedback, you get referrals and you're like, well, I must be doing something right. That's great. Um, but you know, that's a massive pivot, huge pivot. Um, so moving up here, really good decision. Um, but you know, it's also like, you know, you're sort of throwing caution to the wind a little bit too, um, cause you're relocating everything and losing yeah, friends, you know, potentially losing friends, leaving friends behind, you know, all of that as well. So yeah, but it's good. Cause then you've got somebody to go back to and visit. That's it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's a three hour drive, but I go down for book club. I still go down for book club. Um, so I'm not totally missing out. Um, but even like Beck, even just around eating, you know, what are you eating? What do you have for dinner? A lot of the time we get into ruts with that as well, you know, changing up what you're having for dinner, um, cooking up something different that you wouldn't normally eat, um, or doing plant-based for a week, you know, or fasting, yeah. trying fasting. It's like, there's so many different ways that we can sort of kick in that, um, inspo, you know, kicking the inspiration. Um, so just want to make a couple of recommendations around that, but, um, probably, you know, mis mixing up what you're eating, um, changing the color in your house, you know, repainting, um, getting a nice, um, throw rug or something. It's like just little simple things. It doesn't have to cost a lot of money getting a new card deck. I like to do that a lot. Uh, books, etc. Love the books. Um, <laughs> but you know, it's like, that's, that's what we do and it's all leading by example and it's, it's being inspired. And I feel like for me, I've always had that inspiration. Someone who's kind of been a trailblazer, you know, done it before me. And then I've kind of come along and gone, wow, I can do this thing as well. And in my daily work now, I like to inspire others. You know, I guess every day people getting out of the comfort zone, uh, because as we go through COVID, we're still doing a lot of that. A lot of people are stepping out of their, um, chosen career, career and profession. So and not only that, it's not just about, you know, careers and profession as well. It's about doing maybe something a bit more creative, starting mm. to learn how to paint. Or, yeah, side hustle. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, just a, you know. Or craft hobby. Craft hobby. Who, who knows where it could lead you? It might mm -hmm. be just a little bit of side hustle, but then it will potentially come out as, as something that, you know, could be life-changing for you. Mm -hmm. Like making plastic flowers. For example. Like making plastic my flowers. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Um, bottles. They're so great. And I've actually got a client <laughs> who, um, I don't know if you put a photo up. You need to put a photo up, I think. I don't think I've seen a photo on here. Uh, so we can put it on social media. The uh, cake I shared, I've got the cake there, all scheduled, ready to go. The beautiful cake that you made out of the poppets. It looked like the poppets. Oh, the um, poppet so cake. That photo yes. Up. yes. Um, but I've got a client who makes the most beautiful soap and she made me rose quartz soap and I posted that on my business page. I'm trying to get her to make soap and like sell it, but you've got to go through all these hoops and jump through, you know, workplace health and safety and la 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 and health and hygiene and whatever. Um, but I'm just like, I just want to give everyone soap. Can you just make me something? She's like, no. So she can give it away. She's not allowed to sell it. Um, so that's really painful, you know? Um, but yeah, it's a great little thing. She loves making soaps and candles and she's always bringing soap and candle over. Whenever she comes over, I get a soap and I get a candle. Um, but she, yeah, won't sell it because um, of health and hygiene, which is bum. It's a bum because I'm like, this could be a great side hustle. But she really likes making it for friends and family. So, you know, it's good for her. And it is that little outlet. Oh. I'm sure maybe maybe Michelle on our Living in Light and page we could have like a swap exchange thing. Mm, that's a great idea. Like that. Yeah. That just sort of popped in. That'd be a bit of a change for us as well. That's great. Swap <laughs> exchange. Love. It's like clothing, swap you know, when you're over your clothes, someone else probably wants them. Yeah. Yeah. It's like going yeah. to um yeah, the lifeline handy clothes and then getting something else. So that rose quartz soap sounds beautiful though. Oh my God. It's actually got rose quartz all through it. So she's actually put little shards of rose quartz in there. 
My husband's just going to the gym. He's just doing hand signals or something over there. Um, okay, so, so Beck, um, have you got everything in that you wanted to talk about? And we sh- might talk about what's happening next. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to say to mm-hmm. just just wanted to put a message out there for everyone that um, when I was talking about the creativity and you know maybe painting or being doing something artistic mm. or like the flowers that you mentioned I'd, I've completely forgotten about the flowers they're sitting on my table my dining room table there but I <laughs> and that was something that was inspiring and I was inspired because I was just going through the Instagram and and that came up and I cannot even give credit to the person who put it up there because I just don't know who they were <laughs> I just saw it and went oh I could do that put the iPad down, we'll put my tablet down and just went, right, here's a bottle. And I cut it up and off I went. It's so inspired. Um, and that it's was great. really good. It was, yeah, I had to do it then and there. I couldn't leave it till later for, for whatever reason that was. Um, but, you know, also giving yourself recognition for what it is yeah. you're doing and taking, taking those changes is, is a big, totally a big step too. And just sort of think of it like, you know, like the butterfly, butterfly morphing and and you know it it can be such a beautiful thing to do that's it out of the comfort zone here we are so beck we're talking to one of your mates next week and we did allude to this at the top of the show so do you want to outline what's going to be happening next week what we can expect okay so next week we're going to be talking to a friend of a friend of ours we're all family actually i'm just going to say family another family member (laughs) <laughs> another family member because he is very much feels like family and it is Paul Williamson who is a um, hypnotherapist and does a lot with past life regression and lives between lives and um, you know and he's also an author and has just published his 10th book I think was it Michelle it was 10th correct his 10th book and his partner Dee did the, the artwork on this book for him. Correct. Which is absolutely gorgeous. Um, and it's just about some soul stories. It's actually called Soul Stories and it's about some soul stories, a collection of the past life stories. Um, so he's going to be going into some really interesting, interesting, um, I think we had, we was just had so many great questions for him and it was just such mm. a really interesting interview. I, you know, always learning something. Yeah. So really that good chat. will be fun. That yeah. will be fun. Yeah. And he's um, got one of those voices. He sort of sends you off. And I was thinking about this in my readings this week after talking to him, cause we pre-recorded it that, you know, I just, you know, getting into that zone, that's what I feel like I try to get to when I'm doing my readings. So I was actually thinking about him. He inspired me the way that his energy is. It just really relaxes you. And that's what I was sort of thinking about when I was doing my readings this week. And I'm still obviously reading, but you know, so far this week, that's what I've been thinking about was getting into that zone, nice and calming, you know, in that real trance state. And that's, yeah, really inspired me after chatting to Paul. So I think people, the listener at home will be really excited to sort of hear that. And, um, you know, he's very, very good at what he does. And, um, yeah, so it's fantastic. Well, thank you, Beck. That was great. Thank you, Michelle. <laughs> and I shall talk to you. So, babe, thanks for sharing your stories with us too. Yeah, yeah. And the swap exchange is a great idea. So we'll uh, work on that. We'll build on that a little bit and um, see what we can do with that. Really good idea. Yeah, that'd be, that could be interesting. Yeah. All right, love. Yes. Chat to you soon. <laughs> Okay, bye. Bye.